Hey, what's up, everybody? We've got a brand new episode for you here, and this one, let me tell you, is a little bit different. So John and I thought it'd be fun to take a look at some outdoor movies, whether they're hunting-related or fishing-related or survival-related. Uh, the movies that the movie list that we came up with, there's some element uh, of, of all of those things in it. And the first movie that we decided to review was Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Uh, back in 1991, this is Kevin Costner's uh, rendition of the uh, uh, of Robin Hood and, the, and his Merry Men. And we thought it'd be fun to go back and look because we had we had very fond memories of this of this movie, but it had been a long time since we watched it. And we remember the archery parts of it. We remember the uh, some of the action scenes. We're like, man, we should we should watch that again and uh, see how it holds up. And that's what we did in this uh, in this episode. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we break down all the action scenes. We break down the archery part of things. We break down. Uh, some of the acting, some of the accents, all of it. We, we take a look at it. It's a ton of fun. And I'm pretty sure everybody listening probably has seen this movie at one point and has some, has some memories of it of some, you know, s- some varying degree. And it's just a fun, it was a really, really fun ride. The movie moves really fast. Uh, the acting's really good, you know, for, for being a movie that's, you know, 30 years old, 30 plus years old. It really holds up. Just sit back and relax and enjoy our take on Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. One thing I didn't realize was that the amount of Robin Hood movies that there are, I mean, I, I was aware of all of them, but when I kind of looked at them down a the list, I was like, oh, wow. Not to mention all the ones that were back from like the 20s and, and you know, way mm-hmm. back when. But yeah. Did you ever watch uh, the Russell Crowe version? I did. Saw that in the theaters. Highly disappointed. As was most of America, I think. Yeah. How so? There, like, there wasn't a lot of archery in it, was there? From no, I, I heard, think that's... I've never... When I walked it, what? You haven't seen it? I No, I heard it sucked, so I didn't watch it. Well, he was coming off a of gladiator. Yes. Right? And so, which was full of action-packed. That's like, great. Killing. Scene, Love gladiator. Blood. Gore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I'll, you're kind of expecting that, which there Men wasn't much of, and then there wasn't any archery stuff. So yeah. If you're an archery enthusiast, it was like, dude. I heard the action was a little little light, and it was yeah. long, and kind of dark and dreary. Just It was just like, a, it was rough. It's kind of a rough watch, is what I heard. It was, a, as you would say, slow burn. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah, but uh, uh, this particular film, uh, Prince of Thieves, was probably, I had watched it, I don't know, what year did it come out? 1991. Yeah. 1991. Yeah, so I didn't see it in 91, because I would have been seven, (laughs) but (laughs) I probably saw it when I was nine or ten. And that was the first real, I, I enjoyed the cartoons growing up, you know, with the Fox, the Disney version. Um, oh, yeah. yeah remember absolutely. that one? Yep, yep. I was always a big Robin Hood fan. But uh, that this was the, the first, like, you know, cinematic um, viewing that I've had. And it was awesome. It was awesome then. And you know what? It was it's still awesome now. It is. It it definitely holds up. You watch some of these older action movies, 80s, 90s action movies, and you're like, wow, that's that is a rough watch. But this, 
so you watched it. You watched it a couple nights ago, right? Yeah, my, yeah. It would have been three. Yeah, probably two, three nights ago. Yeah, that was my homework for the night. Uh, good for and you. You know what? <laughs> Some of the best homework <laughs> I've ever done. Yeah, Re- really enjoyed it. Uh, yes. My wife, on the other hand, she's like, "What are you doing?" I told her what, what was going on. Yeah, you know, I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna try something new. We're gonna, you know, talk about this." And uh, but like, I, you know, I think she was just a little annoyed that I was saying all the uh, verses, all the uh, lines mm-hmm. you know, before the actors did. So she just kind of shook her head, like, "How many times have you seen this?" I can't believe that not anyone, very many times. I run into that with my kids now, like when they'll watch a movie or a TV show, and then we we go back to watch it. They cannot either tell me usually what they're doing because they can't quite re- redo the the lines but they can tell me what's coming up I'm like mm-hmm. oh watch this watch this this is what's gonna happen I'm like mm. you know if you do that I'm I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really not interested anymore <laughs> okay okay and then two minutes later okay this is a great part here <laughs> <laughs> they're just excited oh yeah, yeah as was I no this is great I completely we talked a little bit before we started recording how uh, how much I just kind of forgot about the movie there, there's a lot going on there. It's mm. it 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 uh, it moves quickly. Yeah. I mean, it's I don't know what the runtime is, but it's definitely under two hours. Yeah. And there's there's not a lot of not a lot of time to get up and get a snack, is there? It goes so fast. Like I, it was literally. I sat down, and before that uh, that beer was empty, it was like the movie was over. It's like what? This is a one beer movie? Impossible. No, it was. It, it definitely goes fast. Wow. Wow. All right. So this that, movie, so we're talking about Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, 1991. The, uh, so the production, the budget on this movie, it, it got made for about 50 million bucks. Worldwide box office when it was all said and done. This is pre COVID by the way. <laughs> 1991, 1991, just barely, pre-COVID. Made just yeah. barely made it before, uh, they shut all the, all the movie theaters down. Almost four hundred million bucks. Hmm. Four hundred million dollars. Uh, critically, it was kind of lukewarm when it came out. Um, from critics, as far as reviewing the movie. what critics exactly? You know, the only two critics that count right now are me and you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the only critics that actually have shot a bow. I would say, yeah, with any type of uh, good chance, good yeah. chance of that. Yep, yep. That's good call. Good call. So. Uh, we're take we pick we picked Prince of Thieves because it's uh it's an archery movie. It's an outdoor movie. You have uh elements of concealment, different use of weapons, um flaming arrows, which is always a prereq, uh if we can make it one. <laughs> uh so so you said you were you were seven yep. when when this came out. So when 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 do you remember seeing it kind of for the first time? I was probably uh I was eight or nine. I would think, mm-hmm. you know. Do you remember what you thought back then? Uh, yes, I do. Um, growing up with the Disney version, just Robin Hood, like Robin oh, yeah. Hood was a good shot, right? Like that was mm-hmm. the perception. That's what mm-hmm. I, and so when I, you know, I kind of like, anybody who grew up with Robin Hood knowing that he was like an A shot, right? Like mm-hmm. this guy was a crack shot. I think you're wanting to see that in a movie. Right, mm-hmm. you're wanting to see that, you know. In this case, he split an arrow. Right, he split it he, with his second shot. He split an arrow down the middle. Right, that, that's the kind of stuff you want to see. You do. You saw some, um, you know, at the Disney version, they did some really crazy stuff. That uh, it's not, 
humanly possible, but still, it's like, yeah, yeah that's awesome. I remember trying to around, get a fox to wear a hat. I, I, yeah, <laughs> right. I remember uh, running around with my first uh, archery setup. What'd that look like? Well, like the suction cup. Oh, yeah. You know? Like the and red like, fiberglass. burning around yeah. the house, shooting windows with that. <laughs> nice. And, uh, yeah, I would say, yeah, when I saw that in this movie, I was like, all right, it's legit. Mm-hmm. This is the real Robin Hood. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. It, yeah. It had me at hello, <laughs> to speak. So, so, let's just jump right in. So, I the first thing that I kind of forgot about was that opening scene where they, they're they cutting the guy's hands off, the, the thieves' hands. I yes. completely forgot about that. When, so, when that opened up, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And this is how we're introduced here. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're right. just lopping people's hands off. Yeah, man. So, like, uh, which was... <clears throat> Man, he totally slow rolled that guy. The guy oh, the, come on! Yeah. yeah. So he's like, "What? This is this is what English courage is." Yeah. He has yeah. his hand on the uh, right. Like no the chopping res- block. No restraints. Right. Right. And then uh, pulled a pulled a fast one on him. He did. He did. So, they they seemed yeah. very very. The guys involved in the uh, the removal of the hands seemed very happy to be there. I yeah. Mean, that guy with the sword was just grinning. Yeah. Maybe, uh, you know what? Uh, you know, stuff you don't think about when you're young, but like those guys were pretty American, you know, for those parts. But, yeah. You know, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Well, we might as well address that right away. So this takes place obviously in England, uh, which is where it was shot. And there was quite a bit of, uh, I, that was one of the critics that had, critics that had problems with the movie. Um, and this goes back and, and will continue is accents. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you... <laughs> It's pretty evident right away. Like Kevin Costner is playing Kevin Costner, mm-hmm. and uh, as Kevin Costner, yeah, <laughs> right. So Aziz, so so the cast anyway. So we have, who, tell us about tell us about our cast. At least the, the top three, I the main no three. Idea. So is it Aziz or Azim? It's a it's a Zim. Okay, Morgan um, Morgan mm-hmm. Freeman. How old am I think, right on? How do you how old do you think Morgan Freeman was in that in that role? See, there's a problem. He could have been 35 he's or pretty, 55. He's pretty ageless. I'm going to say he is. That's like the problem. 42. All right. So you got uh, Morgan Freeman plays Azim, and he was one of the prisoners. Yep. That uh, I'm basing. I'm, I'm. I'm assuming because of his color, nobody wanted to save. Um, he one, was uh, in the movie. He was Moorish. Moorish. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but he does end up. Uh, Kevin Cos- Robin Hood saves, cuts him free, and they they escape. Yeah. Um, no, silver tongue on Morgan though. He was like, Hey, I'm the only one that holds to get you out of here. You Christian. Can't, you can't save them, but Christian. you can see. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. 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 Yeah. So, okay. So we have Morgan Freeman playing Azim, who is uh basically indebted to Robin mm-hmm. for saving his life. Even though Robin's like, Yeah, we're good, bro. We cool. You you don't have to take along. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, but boy, he was persistent, wasn't he? He was. He was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So then we had him. We had mm-hmm. obviously Kevin Costner as Robin Hood. Uh, who are the other big hitters in here? Okay. So the bad guy. So let's let's save let's save Sheriff Nottingham to the last uh, last okay. bit. But uh, right. uh, a little guy named uh, you may know Christian Slater. Okay. Plays Will Scarlet. Yep. Yeah. Um, but then it, it it just kind of drops off after that as far as. Uh, more well-known actors and actresses. So Friar Tuck, I looked up his name was, I think like Mike McShane or something. 
because I, I was like, I was he's, very impressed. Yeah, he, you you knew it. I mean, he's played on stuff. Like I seen him, and you're like, that dude's been on something. You know what? So I ended up looking him up, and he has not. He does like a lot of voice work, um, voiceover stuff. That's the same guy for uh, Blues Travelers, right? <laughs> That's the lead singer of the Blues Blues Travelers. Are you just? Am I uh, wrong? Are you just lumping together? Chubby white men with Why beards. Why you wanna feel me around, around? <laughs> yeah, it's a surefire way to bring things up. No, you know I was waiting for that for him to break that out <laughs> after after his. Segment. Where was the harmonica? <laughs> it was there. Damn it! <laughs> Probably within the folds of this. <laughs> Where did this tasty lick come, come from? from? <laughs> <laughs> you know what this band of merry men needs? <laughs> More harmonica. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, that was about it. So you got, yeah, and then of course, really the. I got to be honest. I think he was the. uh, I think he was he. he, I think he. He stole the movie, Alan Rickman. Playing Uh, Alan Rickman as Alan Rickman. (laughs) Agreed, man. Uh, So Alan Rickman plays Sheriff Nottingham. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he was, by far my favorite character of this movie. Absolutely, in fact. He is my probably my top three all time bad guys in anything he is in. He is so thinking yeah. good. <clears throat> There's been some pod like movie podcasts I've listened to, and they they talk about how his his character in Die Hard, right? Mm-hmm. So he plays a terrorist Die Hard, obviously, and uh, how he changed and but the, the, the kind of the dynamic of the bad guy, right? The, mm-hmm. the bad guy doesn't always have to be this, you know whacked out dude like he can be cunning and like you're drawn to him right you like yeah i I think i could in a in a weird another world like we could maybe hang out like he would be a good hang but then (laughs) he's also a terrorist (laughs) and he's great yeah so we did a little bit of background we we looked up and it sounds like they so uh, morgan creek which is who was the production um facility behind this they and the director uh, wanted they wanted Rickman, but he thought that um, that his script sucked. Right, his parts were were terrible, so the writing was really bad. And uh, so he basically signed on with the. Um, and again, this is kind of internet lore, but it was it, it's pretty well documented that he would have control of rewrites. So he sat down um, in a diner with a couple of his other uh, writing friends and rewrote a bunch of like mostly all of his dialogue was was rewritten and uh you know with the caveat that he wasn't going to even play the role otherwise uh the director didn't really have much to 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 argue with so um he basically got to write his script um and uh boy oh boy he had some gems in there oh my goodness so uh alan rickman so we have uh Kevin Costner, Morgan Freeman, Christian Slater, and then Alan Rickman. I mean, he just, he crushes. He crushes. Well, the first scene, I think it's dang near the first scene, where you see uh, his cousin, which I don't remember. His his cousin? His name, so I... Did you get it? it it's, guy, it's Guy. Guy? Yep. Is his... It's, that's his actual, like, his... his first name, last name? No, no. Guy, whatever his last name is, but... He actually did a really good job in there, too. I thought. I have like I have dirty, serious questions. Sleazy, yeah. Uh, cousin of the sheriff, yes. Like yes. I, I think in, he was great. I thought he outacted some of the other main players in this. I agree that he 
there was very believable that him and Rickman yeah. were cousins. Yes. Very, yes. very, very This believable. guy was dirty. He was very dirty. I have some issues with some of the dialect. Like it seemed like it was very hard for some of these guys to speak. There's the you know marbles in your mouth. I think Guy had like I think Guy was like <laughs> no dude like Guy it's not had bull. Sw- huh it's it's not like bull though no 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 Guy had like somebody had dropped a couple Alka Seltzers <laughs> Alka Seltzers in his drink Just like he was like you. frothing at the mouth he was very frothy <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was very Cousin. strange Cousin. yes welcome home anyhow uh, so that first scene with Alan Rickman you know I think he's with a couple wenches right right. And well, first, uh, so the first scene was that the first I, one. The, I, he briefly shows up when, uh, uh, so it's a uh, it's kind of a flashback to when Robin's dad is at. Uh, oh, you're right. When you they know, Loxley, when they uh, kill him, lo- right? Yeah, kill his dad. So yeah, so he goes. Join out, us or die. Or die. So what is yeah. that? Is that uh, was that a KKK rally that everybody was at? So when I was rewatching <laughs> that, I was thinking like, like, like well, this is really original. But <laughs> to be what? fair. <laughs> they weren't their faces weren't fully covered, right? They had masks. They had kind of an eyes it was more wide, of a hood, eyes wide shut mask. They were all wearing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I thought the same thing too, and I was like, eh. it seemed a bit dramatic. Yeah, you know. But uh, yeah, and what the hell was that guy doing? Like, oh, I'm just gonna rush into this group of like sixty guys. Like, I'll take them all. <laughs> Long live King Richard! And he's like yeah. one at one freaking horse and sword against 50 dudes it was uh it's poor judgment right how did he get to be lord of Lockshley? Lockshley manor crap. i don't know yeah so rickman the, the scene you're you're referring to is is one of the next scenes when his cousin is yes. so so we find so finally uh robin and azim escape and they they go back to england yes and they're walking back to uh and and, and robin could not be happier yeah he actually tried to yes attack Azim have have the guys that brought him over right. the boat attack Azim, right? But they were not wearing any type of carbon clothing or uh, God, dead, yeah. wearing any dead down wind because apparently, <laughs> yeah, that's such bullshit. I totally like when dude when I seen that I'm like, Ugh. so basically they try to sneak up on Azim and he gets they try to get the jump on him. He turns, he wins, and then he says, uh, "No man controls." Uh, what does he say? Like no man controls my uh, shit. Shoot. He yeah. He makes reference uh, especially when they Mike. Yeah. Anyhow, like nobody gets a jump on him. Right. No. Yeah. He said like no man controls my uh, my judge my destiny. My destiny. Maybe oh, that's, that's what that's it is. Yes. Thing. Thank yeah. you, Jake. <laughs> you could have said that ten minutes earlier. When you knew that. I so just I enjoyed watching you. Destiny. Wiggle. There. He's like especially one that attacks downwind and smells of garlic. No man controls my destiny. Especially that one who attacks downwind and stinks of garlic. Had to call BS on that. BS on that? Yeah. I'm like, come on. (laughs) Dude. Humans don't have that kind of sense. As a hunter, it's like, dude, that's freaking. Now, as a sidebar, I will say this, though. Between. I will say that the movie is relatively realistic. You know, you watch some of these periods. It's pretty good. Some of these period pieces and everybody's everything's clean and the streets are clean and you're like that nothing I guarantee you nothing looked like that, but these guys they made them very dirty looking. Yeah, and uh, I just it, you know, without stepping on too much here, but like you know when he takes a bath you know and all that and uh, he's he's asked to take a bath, but you look at these guys, it, everybody must have really really smelled back then. Or question for you. Is it? Do people get to a point when they get so stinky that you kind of like lose that stank, that bo stank? 
Well, I think that depends who you talk to. A lot of uh, natural type folks say like, oh yeah, you know, it's like after a while the the enzymes, you know, do their own thing and you don't steal anymore. I don't know. I haven't taken it that far to... <laughs> you keep chickening come out. Close. <laughs> come close. I, I, I dance on the edge. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I still call it BS. I don't think humans have a very good sense of smell too. That's a good point. That guy was coming fast, dude. Like he was high stepping, <laughs> right? He was, he was like Heisman. Okay. First towards of all, Robin, Robin. Okay. He can, uh, Azim can say, Oh, I smelled them coming, but Robin totally gave him up. He looked, he, he, he looked at them to give him like the go ahead. So anyway, yes, uh, so they, yes. they returned to England. They're the first encounter kind of you, the first action scene we see is as you know, they're walking down the, the stone fence line. I'll say the, the scenery is very good in this movie. Yeah. They're walking down the stone fence line and then you have Wolf who is part of the outlaws, the merry men. Um, Yep. He, he's a boy. He's yep. you know, 13, 14 years old, 12. He's running from the sheriff's cousin and all of his men. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I had a lot of questions about this scene too. So he runs up the tree and to escape the, the, uh, the soldiers. Yeah. To which Robin sees this and he decides, you know, I don't, I don't really feel like I, I like what's going on down here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to help this kid out. So right. anyway, so we, we find out, you know, there, quickly uh, a battle ensues because they find out that, uh, you know, so, so the, so what, what was Wolf, the kid they were chasing, what was he guilty of? Allegedly poaching the sheriff's deer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now again, a bit of a sidebar. That's the way it is over there. Everybody poaches. No, not that oh, part. Sorry. You own the animals that are on right, your land. Right, so like right. you, that's it. So that's really yeah. very strange. But, uh, so they thought still that, to this day. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, so in the movie, uh, his cousin, um, the sheriff's cousin decides that the penalty for poaching a deer from the sheriff's land was a uh, death murder. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. they were prepared right. to kill this kid. Right. Right. And a tough times to be uh, growing up on the old uh, Nottingham spread. It was, yes. You were losing digits or, yeah. you know, a pulse at uh, at some point if you're trying to steal. All right. So I like this scene. I like when uh, Robin came off the hill and, you know, cleaned up house. But, like, come on, dude. There's some things wrong with this. Like the freaking Irish wolfhounds that are, like, prancing. that couldn't catch a freaking kid <laughs> running across a, a half a mile of open prairie. Like, are you kidding me? Freaking, like. Come on, give me a break. You can see from the scene, you see like a, a probably, it wasn't a drone, it was a helicopter view or a yeah, ladder or something. Right. But they're a mile away. Yeah. And the horses are These hounds. yards. And then the hounds are like, and you're telling me that little wolf kid outran those freaking Irish wolf hounds? It's very spry. Sorry. No. I digress. See, now you but, had a problem with, I thought maybe you'd have some problem with. Oh, so, that's not all I had a problem with. Yeah. Okay. But go ahead. No, no, go ahead. My, my, I mean, I had tell some, me, tell I had some me other, your issues. I, probably the biggest, uh, biggest oh, issue I had was wait. when they were trying to get him out of the tree. Oh, cut it down. And they decided cut to cut the tree down. So you're looking at like a, you know, 400 year old oak tree here that's cut maybe it, cut it down. eight feet across at the base. Yeah. And he's like, cut it down. So the guy grabs an axe. I'm thinking to myself, how long do you think it's going to Mind be? you, these henchmen had freaking crossbows. <laughs> Why wouldn't you unload those crossbows, that old wolf up in the tree? No. You guys, grab your axes and sauce. We're going to be here for a half a day. Go ahead and cut this down. Like, you guys, this is horrible. Just shoot him. Seriously. Yeah. So, anyway, so, anyway, Wolf escapes, and 
you know, but with, with the help of, of Robin and, uh, some, so he shoots, here's the first, so we, this is our first archery interaction. We see Robin pull a crossbow from, I'm not sure where under his like homemade quilt he was wearing. Yes, that patchwork <laughs> it, action. It, it, it was, was pretty was, good. It was My, yes, it, I, I did notice that seven different quilts patched together to create the shield of yes. the Loxley castle <laughs> and, um, multiple pouches. And I'm, I can only assume there was probably 50 feet of Molly lining the inside of that. Oh yeah. For all of his <laughs> other accessories, uh, that you see in the fight. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I was very impressed with not only the multiple crossbows he had, but how quick he was to relet to reload yes. the crossbows. I, I actually rewound it. Very I'm fast. Like, <laughs> very uh, fast. Do we see him actually yes. reload this or nope? Yeah. No, very, very impressive. That's the same uh, same prop department they use, the one from Walking Dead, I think, as many as he glitz. And, and, and it's at this point, I think I realized that every arrow or bolt that has been shot in this movie up to this point has a specific sound. Can you uh, replicate that sound? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I've tried many a times in preparation for this podcast. No. It's like a laser. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of... Uh, uh, that's another thing, you know, I think that's, that plagues movies, um, in all genres and doesn't matter how old or new they are, but the, all the arrows make freaking sounds, which just, it's just really interesting. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of sound going, traveling through the air and then nothing ever gets, a, you never get a pass through. Mm-mm. So let's say hypothetically we're, you know, these are like 60 pound crossbows back in the day. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can't penetrate someone's hand. I mean, yeah. it's going to come on. So, unless I'm wrong, which I'm rarely wrong, the only arrow that can make that sound, you need a Grizz Trick broadhead <laughs> from Slick Trick. Okay. I know this because I shot these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a giant four-blade fixed head broadhead, and those do whistle. Okay? hmm Those will whistle. But I doubt they had those back in 1194 <laughs> when this was set. 1119. You know? Yes. King Richard. It was 1194. Good call. Good pull. I remember that. I wrote that down. Uh, no, I, I, you know, I know, uh, yeah, Slick Trick, great company. I, I'm just not sure exactly where they put down the roots or when, but the, the, the yeah, the Grizz Trick, <laughs> Grizz Trick probably wasn't available at the time. <laughs> if they did, they didn't have a crossbow version. It's funny you say that. I remember shooting, this was like, uh, do you remember the F-15 broadhead? It, oh, do I remember? Oh, yeah. Talk about whistle. Holy Dude. smokes. Um, that thing. Man, I, I wanted to like it so bad. It looked wicked. It did. And, uh, and yeah, gracias, no. Ugh. All right. So one of the other th- like re- recurring themes that on the rewatch I never picked up as a kid was the flandering nature of one Robin Hood and how he's constantly reminding you of how much action and trim he's gotten over the years. So as they're walking down, he, he the tree that he's up, it's a mistletoe tree, right? Because he... <laughs> he grabs the piece of mistletoe. Yes, <laughs> he's like, yes. Many of ladies have, you know, whatever, you know. Yeah. Lost their flowers thanks to this, this yeah. little flower. Many of ladies have lost their resolve to me yes. thanks to this plant. And then Kazim says, in our country, women. we talk to our women. We do not drug them. Yes. You know, Azim, It's so American oh, to drug your women. You know, Jeez. Oh, Azim gosh. up there on your high horse. Gosh. That must have been where we got it from. I guess so. Our forefathers uh, in England. Yeah. Um, so, fanta- I mean, so eventually Robin, you know, Robin gets home and uh, 
yeah, we, we get some more great, great Rickman. Um, again, speaking of Flander, I mean, Rickman is, he is, it is made very clear very early that he's, he is going through the sinning checklist and he's hitting every box, <laughs> starting with <laughs> adultery or at least check. Yeah. And then adultery with multiple people. Check. Uh, let's see. Witchcraft. Check. Okay. Do we want to have the uh, Mortiana? Is it Morti? It's Morti. Yes. Mortiana. Mortiana. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who that actress was, but one of the best portrayed <laughs> witches. Oh, dude, I, creepy. She, dude. That was creepy. Like my eight-year-old son. Like I didn't have any problem like with him coming in and maybe watching the movie with me a little yeah. bit. It wasn't the crossbow to the chest scenes. It yeah. wasn't the you know even like the hangings and stuff like that. Right. I know it, it was Mortiana and some of the weird stuff she, that always creeped me out. Yeah, until to, and still to this day, like, dude, that is a that whole everything she does uh, as far as you know, like seeing the future. She she cracks a egg full of blood into a pot, and then she like sprinkles some bones in there. And she her her spit is made of like, hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> what is she her spits and it, it, like it, like it boils, man? And it's uh, it's yeah, it was creepy. When I was 12, and it was still creepy when I watched it the other day. And it's just like, man, this one really resonates. She did a really good job. Yes. Um, you know you know what else I had a big problem with as a kid? And uh, like creepy witch types? Um, An animated go movie. Go on. Animated movie. Oh, and Okay. Oh. Ursula. Little Mermaid. Ursula. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Dad, I can't. Yeah. We fast forward that at our house. I don't like it. Still to this day, don't like yep. it. It's creepy. Yeah. But yeah, Mordiana, like... Dude. Didn't like it. She lives in the basement with owls and hawks and snakes and rats. Her fingernails are five inches long. Only certain She slit her wrist with her five inch (laughs) long fingernails. And she did it easily. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, crazy. There's a lot of spit in this movie, I also noticed. Like, she spits several times. He spits? He spits. Yeah. Rickman's always spitting. 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 They're spitting on faces. And then they're at the end there where they're going to behead... Uh, Will, oh um, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He, oh oh, dude. he spits down his face. You're like, what's the too much? decapitator? The decapitator. So I believe <laughs> that that was not supposed to happen, but they left it in. The spit, that, yeah, because that guy was frothing at the mouth and like just coming down one of freaking <laughs> Christian Slater's wavy locks. You think oh. Christian Slater would have stand for that? Hell no. Okay, now uh, Christian, he's like, I gotta go. I got some filming of gleaming at the cube. <laughs> I'm out. You sons of bitches. I don't need this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my head is on top of this jug of black powder yeah. it doesn't even exist yeah. yet in 1194 listen, I'm outie listen Costner should be backing me up do you understand okay you try to get some phlegm in your eye have yourself some real problems bitch <laughs> I'm out okay I, I'm going back to my trailer <laughs> you know what I'm done okay uh jeez here, here's a, another reoccurring th- thought that I had. And, and it, it was evident right away. I'm like, okay. If you had to sum up the the hair of the Caucasian men in most of these, in, in this movie, how would you, uh, Dude, how would you? They were very well kept. It's like the long wavy locks. Are you talking about? That is Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. 
for sure. Over and over again. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, this is this is like a kind of a mullety Bon Jovi, maybe even a little touch of serial killer occasionally. Oh yeah. Yeah, I never but it's so that. feathered. It was just poofy. Yeah. 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 yeah, Will Scarlet's hair was way way too well done for yeah. the uh, for the time. Yeah, they did they, but. They, they couldn't afford bread and food. But, well, uh, you had like Will Scar. Well, all the stars really, because you look at everybody else, all the extras. Yeah, like they're adults, all. They're just rags. They're just rags, dude. They look That's like a good point. Little John. I mean, uh, Duncan. Wolf. <laughs> Freaking Duncan, dude, with his eyes poked out. Yeah. That's oh rough. Yeah, so Duncan Duncan loses his eyes. It's, it's rough. He's yeah. rough around the edges. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. All right, we're just going to take a quick break and wanted to let you know about one of the brands that we have created. It's called Royal Six. And Royal Six is everything to do with elk hunting. All of the graphics, t-shirts, sweatshirts, thermals, hats, beanies, everything you find there on underneath the Royal Six brand is all going to be elk related. we got some great stuff there. We use high quality premium uh, blanks. We create all of the graphics ourselves. We print everything ourselves. We ship and package everything ourselves. We do it all. And we really appreciate it. It's a homegrown little business. We think we got some really cool stuff out there. So if you have a chance, head over to prayingman.com, P-R-E-Y-I-N-G-M-A-N.com and look under the heading Royal Six. That's where you'll find all of our elk offerings, and there's a whole bunch more there. If you're looking for mule deer graphics, if you're looking for blacktail graphics, if you're looking for general hunting graphics, we got it all. Like I said, check it out, um, and uh, we appreciate all the support. Everything, every little bit helps. We really appreciate it. Yeah, the the the, uh, the main characters were very well kept in this movie. Uh, you're right. I mean, Maid Marian always had a very uh, uh, she had a glow. She just had a glow. Like I swear, I don't know what filter they put on her, but she was always glowing. I don't know if they needed much of a filter uh, because for uh, she was fetching. She was fetching. Yes, she was. But <laughs> the scene where uh, Costner basically came into her castle, right, and uh, you know there was some help there, and they brought him into the main, you know, like greeting room and. There was a pseudo Maid Marian that came out. Oh yeah, and she was so that's Sarah. Sarah, yes. No, the years have been kind. <laughs> he was. He's being polite. So Sarah didn't was wonderful person. She had a great personality. Not what Robin was looking for. No, he's like, wow, I left. So six years, I didn't realize someone could change that much in six years. <laughs> Yes. I, I was waiting for him to be like, oh, the years have been kind. Have you considered maybe like an intermittent fast? You know? <laughs> <laughs> have you oh. heard that? Maybe it hasn't gotten this far over <laughs> yes. into England yet. It's all the rave. Oh, man. What did for you think? Age. So after he after he sees Sarah up there and then, then he's kind of held up by knife point, sword point by the real Maid Marian, which we don't know is actually her yet. Um, oh, yeah. This is one of my main beefs okay, with so, the movie. Okay, so we have a sword fight with, uh, it was a bit one-sided because Robin didn't had to leave all of his weapons outside. Right. So he does what any of us would do. He grabbed a Euromount stag. This is interesting. You're, I think we're going down the same road All right, here. so what, what kind of critter do you think that was uh, <laughs> on the wall? Uh, jackalope? It was very strange. <laughs> no, well, it was, it was uh, the... The antler configuration was very strange, but more concerning was the fact that uh, Marion, as she was slicing her way 
towards this intruder that she did not know yet was mm-hmm. Robin uh, with a with a knife was slicing through these antlers. Did you catch on to that? And like how clean they were getting, being cut? And yeah, like well, it start it starts off with like a uh, what I would describe a like a raghorn five point rose. Yes, elk, yeah, okay, really okay. small. Yeah, go on, and Keep then going. or a stag. Yeah, and then like she's she's chopping them down and yeah. she's like bearing down on them. And they're getting shorter <laughs> and shorter. And so like so first it's the the royals and then then mm-hmm. the second you know then the thirds and coming down to the seconds the brow tines and finally it's like you know um it's revealed that. It's Marion and Robin, and, and she kind of, like, eases up, yeah. and then she kicks him in the nuts or something like that. But <clears throat> the fact that, like, those <laughs> those antlers are being sheared off was was pretty unrealistic. Yeah. But, uh, you know. that That's one big beef I have with really any, any movie that depicts nature, you know, like you see. I don't, I mean, I don't know what is more egregious, like saying, mm, you know, oh, word. check out this. You know, check out this moose, and it's a it's actually an elk. Or oh yeah, yeah yeah. Hearing I don't know why, but they seem to put an elk bugle behind every large game uh, animal there is out there uh, of the yeah. deer species. Yeah. So you you know you'll hear an elk bugle on a movie, yeah. and then they pan to a picture of a moose or a caribou or I, literally anything but an elk. The other good one is when you see a flock of ducks like <laughs> coming across the sky, yeah, and then they dub in goose goose, goose sounds geese sounds, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are you playing? Can Why we get playing does Canada anybody on the sounds? set to do anything outside of L.A.? No. Yes. Okay. Good. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. So uh, obviously a lot of uh, a lot of revealing there. They they team up. So then so then then we then we find Azim and Robin outside. And this this is one of those theme, uh, scenes that for whatever reason like I'll never forget. Um, it's when Azim pulls out the the you know his his kind of homemade spotting scope or monocular. Yes. I always remembered that. And I always thought like, Oh, that was so cool. And it's so funny that, you know, Robin Hood doesn't even know what he's doing. He tries to poke him with the, yeah. So take us, take us through that. Oh no, I, no, you're, you're pretty much there. So, um, they're at the castle. Everything's all good. They're at Maid Marian's castle and, uh, Robin and Maid Marian are working things out. Kazim's on point. And Naturally, he, yeah, and he sees the men of um, the sheriff coming. It was the sheriff's cousin. Yep, right. Back for back for round two. <laughs> and, but the, the the scene is like he's he has two pieces of glass. He yep. has the eyepiece, then he has the larger diameter piece out in the front. And he basically makes a makeshift spotting scope. Right. But dude, when he looked through that and it was like clear as a piece of like Swarovski's. Yeah. <laughs> I had some I'm issues like, with that. Oh, this is, this it, is... it had to be that clear because Robin thought right, 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 he'd right. never seen any of this technology, but yeah, there were some, there were some issues. With yes. That. And then, you know, how did you guys ever take Jerusalem? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Kazim got a jab in there. He's great. He's just so witty. Yeah. 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 I think Morgan Freeman probably is going to have a great career. You know, <laughs> I get yes. I, I yeah. Agreed. Let me know what he comes out with. I'm so, excited to watch. Back it. to my uh, my theory on the the playboy life that uh, Robin has led throughout mm. his career. As they're riding away, no doubt, she's like, <laughs> he just goes through all of this kind of you know groveling to you know get Maid Marion to accept that he's not that foolish boy anymore, and you know 
six years of prison, you know, change a man, that sort of thing. And as, as he's stealing her horse, she's like, no more boyish gestures. And he slaps her in the ass. I'm like, yes, this guy still got it. You know what? (laughs) Still, You can't change the stripes. Okay. (laughs) Can't change the stripes. He is who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he knows exactly what he's doing. Exactly. So they take, so they take off. Yeah, they take off. Okay, and so they're they're burning across the countryside. They're jumping over fence lines of rock, mm-hmm. yep. and uh, meanwhile, the horse he is on has a arrow smack dab in the middle of the femoral artery. Okay, do you want to, do you want to know what I wrote down here? I think I just told you what you wrote down. No blood. <laughs> dot dot dot. John's favorite shot. <laughs> I was like, is John shooting from uh, from behind? Because so, and he's and they're they're do they're covering some ground, and this um, um, if history repeats itself, or is, I mean, if I know my anatomy, this horse should be bedding down with a couple <laughs> hundred yards, and uh, the sheriff's men will overtake Robin. However, due to the magic of Hollywood, not only was that horse- this horse makes it all the way to Sherwood's forest, mm-hmm. some bitch. Good I was try- I was trying really to, good horse. I was looking for so I'm looking I'm looking they never they did a good job of never like showing that side of the horse again. Yeah. In the yeah. next couple scenes cuz I was like, oh, so is that is there at least a puncture wound or something in there? Yeah, so like one scene you see the bolt or the arrow or whatever um like buried up to the fleshings and yeah. then when they get to the forest or close to it, you know, Robin reaches back and breaks it off with one hand naturally. Which is uh not very practical and uh and it he breaks off like half of this bolt and so you you know you have about 16 inches of arrow so there's some discrepancies there <laughs> albeit um that el- that uh sorry um that horse should have been dead within a couple hundred yards judging on where the placement of the it did look was. very femoral-esque what i was impressed yeah. with is the horse never yeah. broke stri- stride you know yeah. it's just yeah. you know clipping along at, at full full gallop Right. And gets pegged with this crossbow bolt and just never, never breaks stride. But yeah, they, uh, they head into to Sherwood Forest. Now, some of the other Robin Hood lore that I've, I've read and heard in, is that it's a, it's a hundred acre forest, right? Sherwood, Sherwood, for, no, what am I thinking of? <laughs> no, you were wrong. That is, wood? that's Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> oh, should we pause? Thank you. <laughs> that is Winnie the Pooh. Oh. Uh, and Christopher Robin. The Hundred Acre Wood. <laughs> we'll do another podcast on that for your sake. Uh, no. So 100... we're, we're going to break down each <laughs> acre of Winnie the Pooh's Hundred. No, Sherwood uh, Forest was much larger than a hundred acres. I kept Jake, having it in my head. I'm like, how, how could on. you hide? Why don't how you c- just start a fire on one end? <laughs> flush them out. You don't think that uh, the sheriff could weed out a hundred acre wood? Well, it's haunted. Apparently. Oh my gosh. How, what did you think of? So they entered. You know, they they make so Azim and <clears throat> and Duncan and uh, and Robin make it to, to Sherwood Forest. And the big thing is, sheriff's men won't go in there because they think it's haunted. And yeah. I mean, were you, were you hoping that there was some other, do you believe that the only thing haunting and keeping the sheriff's men out of Sherwood forest was, uh, some wind chimes? <laughs> right, right. There's, there's your ghosts, right? Cause they heard those wind chimes. Um, I'm sure there was more, uh, than that, than, uh, what meets the eye. 
All right. So Azim, Rob, and Duncan, they, they escape into Sherwood Forest and, you know, the sheriff's yeah. men won't go in because it's haunted. And uh, right. then we get to kind of our second good action scene. They get to the river, which looks good. Looks good. Did you want to break that down from a fishing standpoint? Uh, is that a kind of below the falls situation where you want to, where you want to fish that out? <laughs> no, no. Man, it looked horrible as far as I'm concerned, as far as a fishing standpoint right. goes. But uh, I would like you to uh, sing the first hmm. verses that Will Scarlet I'm not has no. in this movie. I'm not anti-sing, and I will sing later if you yes. need me to, but I, no, I, I you don't. You can do this. No, I don't. You can do this. We practiced this before the podcast. You got this. <laughs> you can nail it. Like Fraulein? I know. No, yeah. No, no, not together. This is you. This is basically, you're the Stapleton of podcasts. I feel like there I was like, oh, there was a. You I, got this. I, I don't. I really honestly uh, don't remember. You're playing coy. I won't coy you. <laughs> I really don't know. I'm, I'm being uh, okay. dead serious. Because, okay. you know, okay. any chance of saying I'm, I'm going to let it rip, but. True. Uh, it went something like this. There was a rich man from Nottingham that tried to cross the river. What a joke. He tripped on a rope. There you go. And now look at him shiver. Okay, okay. 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 That's good. good. That's good. That's good. Would you like to try by yourself? (laughs) (laughs) No. No, you don't have to. Uh, So that is the, that's where we're introduced to Will Scarlet and the, uh, the crew with John Little or Little John. Yeah. Yeah. Good fight scene. That was pretty good. Yeah. Don't you think that would have really stung that first shot right across the knuckles? I'm like, every time I see that, I just like, damn it, that must hurt. Yeah, that was the whole, you know, yeah, that had to hurt badly. Um, I I picked apart that fight scene quite a bit, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to. Like, you know, looking at it now, like when we were doing homework a couple mm-hmm. nights ago, I was like, oh, gosh, there's a lot of things wrong with it. <laughs> but at the time when I first saw it, I was like, eh, it was pretty sweet. It was a good, it's a good staff scene. It wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Great nut shot right at the end to, uh, yeah, to get back. I mean, it seemed like if this was a fight, I mean, John Little, or shall I call you Little John? Yeah, I mean, he was in control the whole time. <laughs> yeah, the only my biggest gripe was the very end, and it has been this has been teased out amongst other movies. Okay. You know, when... Uh, Which part? Where he goes down the falls or... Where no, no, no. Where, where Robin had little John. And he's yeah. I can't swim. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't swim. You know, I think uh, Men in Tights spoofed on that <clears throat> a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a different movie. But uh, he's like, do you yield? And John Little's like, ah, you know, finally. He's like, oh, yes, I yield. He's like, good. Now put your feet down. And he, <laughs> he stands up in like That's a right. foot of water. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. There, there was the fact that could they not have found a deeper spot? Okay. I mean, seriously. Let's think. Let's think about this. Now, the balls, the big balls on John Little. <laughs> let's just think about this. The root wall. If you, <laughs> Baney. So if you can't swim, you sure. know people that can't swim. Right, right. Usually, you have a, especially if you're an adult, you kind of have a phobia of water at that point. Right. So or a PFD. <laughs> Indeed. <clears throat> I, I was thinking to myself, okay, if you can't swim, how, how is it that you have like all the confidence in the world to go out in this fast moving river and get, get, get down with a bow staff with some stranger <laughs> and you can't swim? Come on. Come on. It's confidence. Come on. That's still, confidence, that's man. Stallone confidence right there. <laughs> no, no, he, 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 he 
He did good. He did real good. Yeah. So uh, great scene. Uh, Azim has some other comments, uh, some other snide remarks. Maybe, oh, yeah. Maybe move, you should move faster. Yeah, move faster. Yes. <laughs> yes. Great, move faster. Stuff. You're too yes. slow. So it's at that point where, I mean, the acceptance of Robin of Loxley and his his merry men, his his small band of merry men, yeah. like all of a sudden, like just bringing them in and sharing mead around the campfire, that happened fast. It did. It did. It did, yeah. Those walls were <clears throat> broken down quickly. Um, and then the the movie really started to pro- like progress really fast after mm-hmm. that, right? Like, yep. Robin's like, all right, we need to take this stuff down. Yeah, so he heads he heads to uh, Alms of the Poor. He heads to the church, and that's where we uh, he gets in, and uh, he somehow he ends up in the chambers of uh, the friar or the the pastor, the priest. Okay, and then Rickman breaks in, right? Sheriff breaks in, and and they see each other, Robin Hood and. Now he cuts him across the face. So Robin Hood opens the door to escape mm-hmm. and they both look at each other. It's kind of deer in the headlights, Rickman and Costner. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, so Robin pulls out the sword and slashes him across the face or a knife. Right. So I was thinking earlier today, I'm like, well, why wouldn't he have just stabbed him right in the heart right there? But I don't think at that point the 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 story had moved along far enough for for Robin Hood to really understand how evil the sheriff was. You know what I mean? Cause otherwise he, cause he, he, it was, it was actually pretty good once you think about it, because he looks like he kind of assesses the situation. He's like, oh, well, I'm going to just take a, uh, at least I'll just take a piece here. And he slashes him across the face okay, and, and escapes. Right. <clears throat> to which we get, right. which, to which we get one of the best <laughs> lines of the movie, of course, from Rickman as, so as, as Robin Hood is leaving the castle on a horse, the sheriff yells out, I'm going to cut your heart out with a spoon! <laughs> Which he is critiqued for later. Yes. Yeah. His cousin. Why a spoon, cousin? Man, Rickman's so stinking good, man. So at that point, Robin steals some some bread and some stuff, and basically yep. he, you know, then we have the whole. Right. Then we move right. You're right. It does move very fast at this point. It does because we get the montage. Yep. We get the weapons building, fort making, fort fortifying, montage. <clears throat> yeah. We're making bows. So we're making matter, arrows. We're in making, a matter of five minutes. Okay. Which real time was like two days. <clears throat> in two days, what do we need that the forest can't provide? Says right. Robin. Which we, which we say every time this, before right? we go out into the oak woods. This is true, right? Right. It's good luck. Everybody does it. If you don't, you should. <laughs> right? You guys got all your uh, mountain house packed? Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> what, what do we need that this force can't provide all as right. long as we have all of our mountain house? Right, 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 right. Uh, jet boil, check. Mountain house, check. And so in a matter of five minutes, they, they make arrows. They make swords. Um, they make... Uh, metal points, which when you're watching the movie, they it's it's lead. 
they're, they're making like, lead. Yeah, well, like it's it, yeah. they're pouring molten lead. Yeah. Which last time I checked, not the greatest <laughs> tip for an arrow, but you know, I'm sure there's some companies out there that are still doing that to this day because of cost. And then they make okay, so they got chickens. We're bringing chickens in. Okay, we got our fletchings check, and then we got these tree houses. Man, this place is like a fortress of yeah. It's like a man. It's like something out of the Hobbit. It comes together very fast. Um, the engineering behind these simple-minded uh, wilderness men was <laughs> Duncan, Robin, Kazim, Azim, Azim. Sorry, Azeem. great delegators because this shit happened fast. It did, right? It did. And uh, and then we have. Uh, sorry, Duncan wasn't there at this point. If I believe, okay. So Robin sends Duncan off, right, mm-hmm. with Maid Marian. Maid uh, Marian right. comes to You're, visit. Right. They probably had a little. Thank you, Pinky. A little action there There's in the background. Probably mistletoe was involved, I'm sure. Right. Couldn't, was this R or more? PG, was this R or PG-13? Uh, PG-13. Right. So that explains it. <laughs> and and uh, meanwhile, the henchmen of Nottingham followed Duncan and Miriam out. And they, they tracked them back to the camp. Right. You uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Right. Yep. To the trees. So. <laughs> Hold so, on, let's go back to the montage for a second. No, okay, go ahead. Because uh, yes. I, I, I want to ask you about. I think this. I missed something. Um, Probably did. So, but, but but after there, so you have the weapons building montage. Yes. And then you have uh, the you you move right into the training. You move into the into the right. archery training. Oh yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> okay, I, here's one thing I got a problem with. Maybe. Now this movie yeah. did, didn't do a. A, a poor job of this because I understand, you know, with the uh, tools and materials you had back in the day, but it always gets me when you have a, a recurve longbow situation in a movie and you can tell that there's probably about nine pounds of string tension mm. on that bow. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I can't stand it. I cannot stand it. So you're telling me you got, you got a nine pound, nine to 11 pound pull bow. Yeah, and then you pull it back. Yeah. You can hold it as long as you want to, and sure. you let it rip, and then you get that whack arrow sound thirty yeah. yards on a flat, dead trajectory straight through a sandbag. <laughs> Come on, Gadunk. Come on. Uh, I I see what you're saying. <laughs> I didn't call that out, but that's a good point. That's a no, good point. I I think in this movie actually they did a pretty good job. There wasn't there yeah. wasn't too much of that, but and I actually thought that most of the actors that you know, were part of the outlaws and the merry men and all that. Like they actually, they look pretty damn good. I've seen a lot worse. As far as form goes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Really good. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So they had, obviously they had somebody on set that was privy to. For sure. Yeah. Even, I mean, Robin Wolf, like every, any time you see somebody shooting a bow, it's pretty good. Okay. There was a few times where I really was getting nitpicky and I was like looking at the quiver. Like, first of all, bat quivers are, the coolest <laughs> no i don't know i'm sure i'm sure they existed but not the most efficient but like some of the arrows in the quiver didn't have like actual knocks you know they weren't like oh, okay you know what i'm right, saying right. i was really getting in the weeds but um but yeah form function like everybody's pretty good on this not bad but not bad. yeah you're right as far as poundage goes right like, mm, skeptical we're gonna take a quick break uh, John and I will be at the Washington Sportsman Show up in Puyallup on February 1st. That's uh, February 1st through the 5th. We'll be up there, and we're going to have all of our 
apparel there. We got a bunch of brand new graphics and clothing and different types of apparel that we're going to have up there. New hats, um, all kinds of really cool stuff. So if you uh, are in the Washington area and you can make it to the Washington Sportsman Show in Puyallup, uh, February 1st to 5th, come and give us a visit. We'll be there. Appreciate it. We're actually right next to the Head of Horns. So that is in, uh, I can't remember what building it's called, but it's, uh, if you're looking for the Head of Horns, we are the booth right next to it. Can't miss it. So appreciate everybody coming up there to support us. You can also find us online at prayingman.com, P-R-E-Y. I-N-G-M-A-N.com. And you can see all of our latest and greatest apparel offerings there. We're going to have some brand new stuff there. The things that we bring to the Sportsman Show are going to be brand new launches. And then shortly after that, they will be up and available on the website. Okay, so you were talking about when made when, when basically they, they tricked Maid Marion into taking them back to... to they, at some point, I know they have an invasion. Um yeah, okay. so in the matter of like ten minutes, the um, the witch has a she spits in and mixes some blood and saliva together, and she has this vision like <laughs> you need to hire Celts. Oh to yeah, come in, right, 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 right and right. it help you invade. Yep, hired blood. Uh, yes, right. Uh, hired thugs, I think, is what he said. Or thugs, thugs yeah, blood. Sure, yeah. I mean, you can hire blood. Hire sure. thug bloods, <laughs> and. Um, so the one the one thing that I noticed with the scene where the uh, the hired hands came the hired the, the Northmen came and started to attack uh, to attack their base the, this the warning the warning shot from Bull from up on top he's just like firing arrows down right next to Robin and did I did I miss see something there or he's just yeah no the, the, the uh... whistling arrow. Right, they screamed it. The whistling arrow, right? But like security of that place sucked. <laughs> For as part hard as they worked to, to to create that little village in the trees and stuff, like, okay, so you had 150 art- artillery, you know, men, whatever, yep. you know, like soldiers coming in. Mm-hmm. I guess they would have been uh, archers. And then you had all the, uh, the kilts. Like, how did those guys get the drop on that freaking camp? Like... There's three or four guys on lookout, fifty yards from camp. I mean, come on, guys. They was could that, have done, they could have done a better job. Well, that was, was that post sure. uh, was that post baby delivery, and party. Maybe everybody was all sauced up the night before. <laughs> Maybe drinking that was that toast. was the night before. But still, like you guys got to have better security than that. Like, especially how, especially how when that, you're only doing with hundred acres, man. How that? Okay, so like that whole crew like demolished like all the, um. You know, like they were just cleaning house on people coming through, oh, like yeah. getting money and stuff. Like, like they were very crafty, you know, robbing people and like escaping mm-hmm. and no, uh, no, <laughs> you know, like no telling, like, oh, hey, where do these guys come from? But like, dude, you need to have a better lookout than that. There seems to be that some holes, right? Seems yeah. some ring doorbells, something. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yes. So, uh, after that, basically, this moves us to the final, kind of the final part, part three of the movie, where we have uh, the capture of. So, so actually, they did a great job. They turned all those people back, and it seemed like you know we had a victory for the outlaws and the merry men and Robin Hood. But then they they light up the the flaming arrows and they start torching the place. Obviously, yeah. smokes them out. Right. But uh, 
So then all of those captured people come back to, um, they're brought back to Nottingham to get hanged, right? Yeah. So I got to be honest. I, this is this is a great scene. This is a great three or four scenes here when they're sneaking in. So basically they find out that they're going to hang all these people. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a plot to lure Robin right mm. to the, to the castle, which it works out. They, they play, they, they gotta, they gotta make a plan. They gotta break out the prisoners. Um, so <laughs> basically they make, they make that happen. And then you cut to the scene where they're outside the castle. So Robin's got to figure out how to get in. So he right. takes the manure from the horse. Cover scent. Cover scent, right. Exactly. Right. How are you going to get in? Right. They're not going to let just anybody in. No blades, no bows. Leave your weapons here. And uh, so he covers himself with some horse scat um, yeah. and pretends he's blind. And it sure looked like that guard like got a good look at his face. Right. But Wait apparently- a second. I know you. No, oh, no. Please. Oh, you stink. Oh, you stink. Get right. out of here. Right. Stinky, stinky man. So he right. gets in. Right. But dude, I was laughing so hard when Friar Tuck and Azim come rolling in and they mm-hmm. got the barrels of mead, right? They're like, ah, spirits for the party. And Azim is all covered in white cloth, right? Because leper, he's a leper. Right. And I quote, Friar Tuck says, let us go, my leprous friend. Oh, pardon me. Is that your finger? <laughs> As his finger, as if his finger fell off. Right, Dude. right, right, right. He was uh, distracting the guard. Oh, it's fantastic! Yeah, it's yeah, fantastic. I, right. I tell you what, every scene that Friar Tuck was in, he stole. He was great. crushed it. Fantastic. He crushed it. Fantastic. He was he was a one take wonder for sure. Gosh, it was good stuff. Okay. Good stuff. All right, man, it goes fast. It happens fast. It's like a. It reminds me a lot of a country western. Like they close this thing, ASAP. Right. So. Okay, so something you brought up about the gunpowder. Tell me yeah. about that. Tell me about that. Gunpowder. You know, gunpowder goes boom. Plowder? Kaplow. Gun- <laughs> Kaplow. <laughs> it goes kaplooey. Right, 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 right. No, so I was going to do my homework before I came here. I'm not 100% certain on when it was actually invented. I assume that uh, gunpowder, yeah, I don't know, to be honest. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> but you were, you were thinking that they imply that the so the english interaction with gunpowder um in the movie that nobody had seen it because they said azim was you know like making magic right remember when he was right. making yeah, that yeah, like yeah, making yeah. fire and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. so i forgot to do that before we came here i was like hey, probably look that up see what time it would actually hit the yeah uh, this seems like it's a it's very reminiscent probably of yeah. your junior sophomore junior senior year in high school and be like John, you have a lot of potential, and it seems like you're on the right track. You just didn't follow through. Is that pretty accurate? <laughs> wow. Am I striking an accord? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I'm going to uh, give you a C because I could tell you tried. Very perceptive. <laughs> yes, you are. Um, so um, that being said, I will sidestep the gunpowder question. Okay, so they have, they have the keg of powder set up because basically what the original plan was, from what I gather, was that they, when uh, Friar Tuck and Azim came in, they unloaded what they said was beer, but it actually was gunpowder. And then Robin was going to take the flaming arrow and shoot, or Azim was. I can't remember which one. I think it was actually Robin. Nope, it was Azim. He was going to shoot 
the gunpowder barrel and basically kind of blow up the whole uh, stage that the hanging was going to be taking place on. But once they captured Will, they used the gunpowder keg to chop, you know, basically to put him on there to chop his head off. They made it a, a chopping block, which at that point they could not explode the keg because they would kill Will, which Robin had found out at this point it was his brother. So, so we get to that point and uh, they start Rickman, um, our sheriff of Nottingham, he notices things are starting to go awry and he's like, let them rip. And he's like, just, just kill these people. Kill them all. Kill them all. Kill them all. Yep. Yep. Right. So do you think it's possible to shoot? So Robin, um, with Wolf shooting, like cutting a rope with one's arrow. Okay. So we're talking about the scene where, yes, that's what we're talking about. Right. So they, uh, they Same scene kick. You, so you just described Wolf, right? Wolf is the, but he's the first one to go, and Wolf is a kid. He's he's twelve, thirteen years old. He was the one in the in the very one of the very first scenes where, you know, he got caught poaching a deer, and he's, he's just a kid. He's a kid of of an outlaw, but he's the first one to get the stool kicked out from underneath of him, and he goes to hang. Robin grabs an arrow, cuts it loose, and you're saying. So your your bow just made a sound, drawing back. It's a pretty far shot for a long bow. Okay. But anyway, so he shoots and slices three quarters. Took him two shots. Took him two shots. Yeah. I want to talk about the second shot. <laughs> okay. But the first shot, he. So what are you saying? You're like you're like I don't think that you. What? I don't know. There's a lot of helical on that, Fletch apparently because that thing was spinning like a madman. Know what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, I do. No, I, I, I don't know the uh, I guess I haven't tried it. We should try it. How we long should... do you think it would take for us to freestyle shoot a rope? Three shots, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I really do. You think you could cut one in half in three shots? I don't think so. How far away are you standing? I don't know, he's like 30 yards away, okay. Uh, so with this, a, sum, this with, summer, spring, summer, let's try it. We'll set up a rope. It's a great hanging idea. at thirty yards, let's do it. and we'll see how many shots it takes you for to cut that thing down. Okay, I'm definitely going to take over. I'm going to take the over. If, if the so? over under is three, two and a half, or three and a half, okay, I'll take over. Let's put some money on this. Fine, fine. I can choose whatever. I'll I even want. let you pick the broadhead. Okay. All right. I'll pick the rope. <laughs> 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 All right, deal. Anyway, so right. Robin shoots and he cuts like most of the arrow, or excuse me, he cuts most of the rope with his arrow. Right. Badass, cool shot. Yep. Um, Wolf is still hanging and he's dying, so he runs down because he he doesn't have any arrows for some reason. I can't remember why, but he didn't have another arrow there, so he runs down, pulls a flaming arrow from the chest of one of the sheriff's men, pulls mm. it out. Yep. Pulls back his bow. Yeah. Cuts one loose. And I got to be honest, dude. That was a freaking great scene. Oh, yeah. When he stuck the it's, gun in the head. Yeah. Yeah. But, but no, but, but then after that, when he shoots the second arrow to cut the rope and Wolf falls. But you got, it's all slow motion. You got the huge, you know, like flames coming from the cart that tipped over yeah. behind him. Yeah. And the arrow going through. If I got to put that scene side by side with Rambo First Blood Part Deux and that flaming Deux 
but yeah. but the, then the explosion of an arrow, which yeah, I'm pretty sure we're gonna do that on this uh, podcast as yeah. well. Like, dude, that's a great scene, man. It looked really good. Like, it looked yeah. really legit. Nothing looked too fake about that. Yeah, that no, was good. But he shot the flaming arrow into the guy that was gonna whack Will's head off. Oh right, 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 right. And stuck that guy. That and was a great shot was like, too. Game that was over. a great shot too. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it was very good. It was all very well done. And then from there, it, uh, it things happen fast. Expedites into <laughs> this. Is, sounds horrible, but Rickman's character. You know, between his interaction between him and his mother or the witch. You know, you must take her now. She will give you a son. <laughs> she's ripe. She's ripe. She's, she says she's now. ripe. You he may take that. this body. But it will not be me. I wrote that down. Rickman prefers rape only after marriage. (laughs) I mean, the man has got to. (laughs) He's like, for once in this life, I will do something proper. As he's he's disrobing while he's forcing the priest to to read the vows. Right. That priest was dirty. Oh, he's a bad guy. He's a bad dude. <laughs> but I would do. I was I was laughing. I was chuckling because he's hey taking his clothes off. Yeah. as they're going through the motion. Yeah, to get married. Yeah. Oh Maybe. man, take her now. <laughs> so creepy. She hands him a pillow. Did you catch that? Yeah. So yeah, like, puts a pillow in her hair. Like, <laughs> so oh gosh. So but then bad. you have like the, the the typical movie trope where you know you have kind of three main characters on the bad guy side and you have three right. main characters on the good guy side. So you have the Rickman Robin Hood fight scene final. Then you have the uh, Mortiana and Azim fight scene. Oh, she yeah. calls him the painted man. Right. And uh, he, you know, they obviously both hate each other and they're very mm-hmm. scared of each other. And then you have Friar Tuck and the priest, right. which is another great McShane. He just is like, you know, let me help you pack. Yeah. And you're going to need five or 50 pieces of silver to send you on your way to hell. <laughs> it's great. I mean, oh everyone, gosh. I mean, it is just a exclamation point. Yeah. Every time that dude is, is, yeah. is, is got, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, man. Solid. I had solid flick. I also had, uh, I was very impressed with the, uh, with the broadsword overhand, two hand throw. Oh yeah. From Azim. Azim. Yeah. I mean that thing. Yeah. What did that weigh? Like 50 pounds, that sword? <laughs> I don't know. It did some work, though. It, when it hit her, no. it was like she got hit by some like C4 and just exploded. Back. Little 90-pound gal. Yeah, it sent yeah. her back. It did. It yeah. Did. Well, nah, it was good. It, it like I enjoyed that so much, it happened too fast. Yeah, it could have been could have taken a little bit longer. Yeah. No, it was good. All right, so. I don't know. We, listen, this is a freaking awesome ride. I'm so glad we watched that movie. It was fantastic. For sure. It was, it's underrated. It's terrible. It's awesome all at the same time. And then our final scene, we are treated with a, uh, a, a, I don't want to say cameo, but we are treated by That's greeting King, King Richard. Camping. King yeah. Richard finally reveals himself as one Sean Connery. Yes. A little bit of internet research. Sean Connery's daily... Did you read this part? No. Okay. I, I did not. What do you think? He, he prefers w- people to address him as King Richard. Uh, King. <laughs> Sir, King Hello, Richard. King Richard. I, I think, uh, I think yeah, he had no problem stepping right into this role. So 
Uh, Sean Connery's daily rate, he worked two days of filming for this show, for this movie, which after seeing the short scene he was in, I'm not sure why he couldn't have done this in one day, but good for him. Right. So his take, take a stab at his daily rate. This is back in 1991. I don't know. 20000 125000 God, get jeez. <clears throat> Apparently, he was paid over $250,000 uh, for his role as King Richard, which he appears for about 45 seconds in the movie. Right. And it's also alleged that he, uh, he donated, actually donated all that money to charity. So I believe it. That's a great guy. So, dude, this is fun. Had a good Indeed. Time. Yeah. Had a good, good time. time. Had a good time. So, oh, as, uh, as we kind of uh, do a little bit of a recap here, I feel like... I feel like the archery was actually pretty solid in this movie. I feel like everybody that had notable screen time with a bow in their hand, um, whether they were heaving a crossbow across someone's skull or actually shooting a longbow recurve, that it was all done pretty well. Like there was obviously there was obviously somebody on set that knew what they were doing because they they all looked pretty damn good. What do you think? No, I think so. So if you notice. Uh to uh, kind of piggyback on that, they shot Split Finger, which mm-hmm. is pretty much the Euro way. You know, that uh, quote-unquote instinct- instinctive style of shooting. Like, it was Split Finger back then. So, uh, not 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 300. How, not how you shoot. You shoot 300? No, I shoot 500. <laughs> six. I need, six yes, on a good day. Yes. I, I six on a good day. all the way to the bottom limb. I need all the range I can get. Yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty, it's pretty accurate. And the guys that actually you know, were filmed shooting a bow in this, you could tell they had shot before either, right. or they had been trained. So it was, right. it was pretty good. No, this is a lot of fun. All right, so here's the plan. We're going to try to do these uh, movie rewatch um, about once a month. There's whether some you, good stuff out there. We gotta, whether you like it or whether you not. like it or not, listen, it's a good break. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good little break from, you know, from, from the usual, you know, how to uh, spring bear hunt. So um, we hope you like it. We're gonna keep refining it. If you got any questions, you know, if you have any suggestions on how we can stream like this, stream or movies, this or, or yeah, any movies you have, we have a list of movies that I think most outdoorsmen and women would enjoy. That. Uh, in some way, shape, or form, either involves hunting or survival uh, or the outdoors in, in some sense. So we're going to, we got, we got a list of heck, probably about 20 movies all right now. So if you got any ideas, uh, let us know. But it, this is, this is fun. It was. This is a lot of fun. It was a good. Good. Right. Thanks for listening.